What's up, y'all? Yo. We are back. It's your girl, Cubana Kiss. And LV Sweet. With two girls, one mic. <sighs> you guys make us so happy to be here. Shout out to the first episode that launched in y'all, all of y'all comments, everybody who was Team Cubana and Team Sweet. Yes, girl. Keep the motherfucking secrets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess we had... A lot of people who were on both sides of the spectrum when it came to whether they wanted to keep secrets or whether they was telling their partner everything. And we just um, appreciate y'all input on that. Um, it seems like what most people was keeping their secrets, though. Keep them up at the secret. <laughs> now, a lot of people did say, let's just be very clear. It wasn't that they were keeping secrets from their spouse. It was just, if you don't ask, I'm not telling. Mm-hmm. So it was like very clear. If you ask me, I'm going to be truthful with you. But if you don't ask me, then I'm not finna just volunteer that shit. Yeah, um, and there was very few people who was just open books like me. But we out here, like, Team Sweets was definitely present. I support and y'all <laughs> movement. I support the movement. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not strong enough for that shit. Maybe we, look, <coughs> I don't know. But um, if y'all want to continue to join in on our conversations and offer y'all opinions, make sure that y'all follow us on our social media sites. We are on Facebook at Two Girls One Mike, and then we are on Instagram at Two G One M Podcast. So y'all gonna be seeing us post a lot of the topics and snippets that we um discussing on the podcast, and y'all will be able to offer y'all input and yes. let us know if you team Cubana or team Sweets or if you mutual because it was some people who were definitely mutual. Yes, it was a couple people that was like, nah, I'm with Cubana in the beginning. They was like, well, like- nah, I'm Sweets. I would have told my ex. <laughs> I would have said I saw him in the grocery store. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> if you don't ask, I'm not telling. Not, yeah, if you don't ask, I'm not telling. Now the whole grocery store thing, I just feel like that's just so... Pinpoint. Look, but that was kind of a, a, dram- a dramatic example. It and... was. But I still ain't saying shit. Unless that conversation was more than, oh, hey, I just don't feel like it's necessary to bring up. True. But whatever. But we're going to get into our new topic of the week. And what we talking about. Girl, we talking about co-parenting. Ugh. Listen, both Sweets and I have little ones that we look after every single day. So mm-hmm. when we done recording, we got to go be parents. But we are also what's considered a single parent. Even though the fathers are very much so in these kids' lives, at the end of the day, we have to co-parent with them and we have to parent a lot of the times by ourselves. So, the topic was actually brought up um, when we asked you guys, what do you want to hear us talk about? And people was like, we want to hear y'all talk about co-parenting and all things co-parenting related, which can be very... Very broad. Very broad, like, but also very difficult. I don't think people di- understand how difficult it is to co-parent. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. I'm I'm sick. I ain't do it. Mm. Um, um, that's what we not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll start with, um, I had my son when I was 20 years old. And I was still in college. Um, very young, very naive about a lot of things and how I felt like things are going to work. I never in a million years, I don't think anybody does think they're going to be a single parent when they come into it, you know? Um, but I ended up being a single parent and I ended up 
being a single parent that for the most part I feel like people give give us my son's father and I kudos on being able to co-parent fairly young um like I said I had my son at 20 he'll be 10 in a few months but um his father and I have done a great job in making sure that he understands that just because we aren't in the same household doesn't mean we don't have the same rules which can be fairly difficult when you have two different households because mm-hmm. daddy might have one set of rules and mommy might have another set of rules Ooh, and... child. girl I don't know y'all got different rules sweets yes so um we look we differ when it comes to like um eating habits um primarily mm-hmm. eating habits because I was kind of on this health kick for a while even though I still am when it comes to my daughter and what she's eating and stuff like that mm-hmm. but honey look her daddy don't believe in health or at least <laughs> <laughs> or at least at that point um in time he didn't I'm assuming things have changed um with him as far as him him paying attention to what he's eating and things like that but at that time girl that was one of our um one of the things that was really annoying me so much was that my baby was coming home with mcdonald's wendy's um one day he fed her some taco bell Ah, wait just trash yes so okay so i'm not going to go there because anybody who knows me know i just recently got on the health (laughs) kit I am the junk food queen, honey. Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, everything but Taco Bell. You're not going to pay me to eat no um, American-ass-ass tacos. Mm-hmm. I want some real tacos. Taco Bell ain't it. But that Mountain Dew drink, that little whatever drink they got, that's good. I don't remember the last time I ate at Taco Bell. But that's one good, though. Was. Like, that's probably about the only reason I'm going to go there. Give me that young slushy. But I say that to say that um, I just recently got on a health geek, and I don't put my son on on that same health kick. Mm-hmm. Not because I feel like, oh, he eats so trash and he needs to do this. Just because, like, I feel like he's a kid and he still needs to taste test what he likes. And mm-hmm. if I limit him now to only eat these certain things, then he's not going to know what he likes later on. And I want him to have, like, a broad horizon of food like I do. I love food. Mm-hmm. Like, love it. Like, I have to, I got a plate right now that sweets like, you want me to put that in the kitchen for you? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm still picking at that plate. Leave my <laughs> plate alone. So it's like I can understand that I think it's difficult to co-parent when it comes to things like that because you can't really control what's going on in their house. Yeah. Um, My son's father and I, I think our biggest thing when it came to co-parenting, to be honest with you, was money. Um, <clears throat> Not that he wasn't giving money or anything like that, and I will never, ever, but anybody who knows me know I will never bash my son's father. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if my kid is with me majority of the time, there are certain things and functionalities he's not realizing that I need assistance with or I need help with or, you know, certain things of that nature. So at one point in our co-parenting ship, we had issues like our arguments were not about what was going on with our kid and what was going. it was strictly money. Like I need this. And he was like, you said you was going to do this. Like it was like bad. And we had to get it together to communicate properly because we weren't communicating correctly. So therefore we were actually hindering what our kid could do because we too busy arguing about damn funds that we shouldn't have been arguing about. So, I don't know. <clears throat> so, um, my, um, co-parenting situation with my daughter's dad, um, was very rocky. 
mm-hmm. rocky as hell. I had my baby when I was 26, one on 27. Like, I literally found out I was pregnant maybe two months before my 27th birthday. Let me tell um, y'all this, though. <laughs> I told Sweet she was pregnant, and she told me she won. No, first of all... First of all, you told me that I was pregnant. I want to say it was probably like six months before I actually found out I was pregnant. Because I remember I took out work <laughs> to go take to go pad out if I was pregnant. But then I told you after that too. <laughs> I told her after that. Your brother always was like, your ass pregnant. And I'm she like, used to do some weird <laughs> shit. And I used to be sitting there like, um, maybe you pregnant. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but in this particular instance, I kept asking sweets. Was she pregnant? And she was like, no. No, I took a test. No, no, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, if you but say so. Look, I knew when I was pregnant. I, I absolutely, I knew I was pregnant. First of all, of course, my cycle was late. But I must have been just, I just had a feeling. And I had talked to her dad. And I was like, okay, we just going to wait a little bit longer. Because maybe I'm just stressed out. Maybe whatever. I'm probably irregular or something like that. Girl, I could not wait. I worked. I was working two jobs at this time. I went to my second job. I went to um fucking Walgreens. I brought two pregnancy tests. I made sure I got one, the that first one be lying. I made sure I got um I made sure I got first response because um I needed the real shit. She got that shit. Knock them dollars. I needed the real shit, and so um I took one of the tests when I was at work. And then I took the other one when I got home because I had to be sure because maybe I was stressed out and thinking about the test too much and we made that line come up. But yes, look, what, kind of <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> look, at least I only took two because other people be taking like fifteen tests. Yeah, I ain't got time. They in denial like I was. I was in I denial. I took tests at home. I went to the doctor. I said, maybe that's a false positive. She was like, there is no such thing. You a lie. Exactly. You definitely <laughs> a lie. You really is. Because if that line, I, I guess if the line wasn't, um, if, if it's not state. dark enough. Yeah. State line. <laughs> but look. But um, my co-parenting situation, it started off really rough. I think mainly because um, we were still dealing with probably like um, feelings for each other. And the fact that it was kind of like the way that we ended while I was pregnant, it was very rocky and shit like that. But a lot of our um issues definitely stem from just attitudes at each other. Mine primarily. Like, mm-hmm. I was real snappy and shit like that. So, every time he said something to me, I had an attitude. I was just... <laughs> if he breathed wrong, like, why are you talking to me? And then I think um a lot of the times in the beginning... Because I had accepted the fact that we wasn't going to get back together, I was still trying to make sure that Nadia still had some normalcy when it came to our parenting situation or it came to her parents being in the same vicinity with each other. So a lot of the times I was still trying to do things together, especially like events and different occasions and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, we can still do Christmas together. Um, We can still do like her birthday together. When I take her to certain places where we're building memories, like you should be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if it was just that was my idea because with me growing up without my mom and dad bit with my mom and dad being in a co-parenting situation i still remember my mom and dad getting along and being able to be in the same vicinity together but when and so i guess i was trying to still have that with him and he was just like now nah, you confusing her or this is confusing her so he wanted things separate while i wanted things or certain things to still be the same so i agree with him um <clears throat> i did the same thing so my kid is older than Sweet's daughter. 
Uh, like I said, he'll be 10 in a few months. Yeah, my Sweet little baby Jesus. is two. So, some of the things that Sweets have experienced, I kind of went through that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you attempt to not tell people how to parent their children because that's not your place. Right. If you ask me for my advice, I'll give it to you. But I always say, but that what that's what worked for me. Mm-hmm. And that's worked for us because it's not always going to work for everybody else the way you did things. But... I was the same exact way. I know we should spend Christmases together and he should wake up and see both of his parents here and he should do that. Girl, cut that shit short so quick because <laughs> it's irritating and annoying. Like, I don't want to work on your schedule and I shouldn't have to and we ain't together so why the fuck am I doing this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. And that was the best thing I could have did was cut it where he has his time with his dad and his dad's side of the family and he has his time with me and my side of the family and we have our traditions and what we do for Christmas and Thanksgiving and holidays and he has that with them and um because in the beginning when we were doing it it confused the hell out of him and he would make statements like why can't we just get one big house where you and daddy and granny and then and I'd be like what I'm not living with your dad (laughs) and he's like Mommy, daddy can't. No, my dad, mommy and daddy can't do nothing. We can't live together. We can't do nothing. So it was very confusing for him at two, three, four years old. He like, well, hell, he over here for Christmas. He coming over here for dinner sometimes. If I get in trouble, he come over here. You know, it was like very difficult for him to grasp the concept that mommy and daddy are not together. And let's not get it twisted. We did not break up when he was like four. We broke up on my son's first birthday. It was over. Oh no, bro, this ain't gonna work. I'm done, you done, let's just wash our hands of it. And so we started co-parenting fairly early. Similar to you, we just found out what worked and what didn't work fairly early as well. We didn't find out what worked out for us until after Nadia's first birthday. And that was when um, it was just kind of like, you know what, we can't even really talk to each other. So I think what worked for us primarily um, at that time was just really having little to no communication with each other outside of if we needed something for Nadia and if it had to be communicated with the other parent. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times I just had issues communicating with him, period. So once we cut that communication off and it was just kind of like, okay, allow each other space. He do his own thing, he do, or I do my own thing, and just, if we have to come together and talk to something about Nadia, like when Nadia had the flu, you know, of course, I have to let him know that I gotta take her to the hospital and stuff like that. That actually worked for us, that mm-hmm. little to no communication, and just really having that, well, it's strictly about Nadia, nothing else, nothing more, like, ain't no baby mama drama coming from neither one of us, like, I don't give a fuck, do what you gotta do as long as my baby is cool. Yeah. So... Yes. The baby mama drama definitely comes from the feelings still being there. Mm-hmm. And not really knowing how to control those feelings in that sense. Because when you want your family, you want your family. Yeah. You don't give a damn about no co-parenting and all that stuff. That's what you want. So to see that other person move on and do other things, dating and bringing other people around your kid, you kind of get frustrated in the sense like, okay, so now my kid going to be around some other woman. I really don't have no say-so about it or... You know, oh, my kid gonna be around another man. And I don't know how to say so about it. It gets very confusing mm-hmm. for everybody, especially if your emotions are still there. Me and my son's father, however, it wasn't no emotions on either side. Mm-hmm. We were so done, we was done. Like, we was done before we was done. Like, it didn't have to, we just had to say it. Yeah. That's what our issue was. So, it was like, once we said it, we was cool. Now, I did have an issue with, um, in the beginning, 
of us dating separate people. Like I didn't bring my, bring people around my son mm-hmm. just because I didn't feel it was necessary. Unless I know this is going to be serious, there's no reason for you to be around my kid. Bad. But <clears throat> my son's father, on the other hand, was just like, I ain't leaving him with them. So you know, like whatever. And like I'm asking her to watch him. So in my head, I'm like, he shouldn't see you with all these different people. Or, you know, whatever the case is. After a while, he understood what I was saying. We also was fairly, we were young when we broke up. So when you young in that sense, you know, he could have been doing stuff to get back at me or whatever the case. Even though I don't really feel like that's what it was. I really feel like he just didn't see nothing wrong with it. Like, mm-hmm. girl, you tripping. Like, I feel like that's how he was doing me. But it just was what it was. Yeah, when I had, um, me and my um daughter's dad had actually had a conversation pertaining, um, you know, when we would start dating and stuff like that. And it was primarily because I had met somebody that I wanted to, I was on that road to being serious with and I was ready to start, you know, spending time with him um, outside of the days where I still, or during the time where I had Nadia. So with mm-hmm. my schedule with her dad is like, we split our weeks in half. So like you, similar to your situation, mm-hmm. she have her moments with her dad and his family and then she still have her moments with me. But often those things was conflicting because my moments are during the weekend. So it was during that time where I was like, oh, well, we can't kick it because I got my baby and I'm not ready for my baby to meet you and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. We was talking for at least three, maybe four months before I called her dad. And I was just like, look, I met somebody and I, you know, I take this really serious and I think we moving in that direction. Like, how do you feel about me bringing her around him? (laughs) (laughs) I totally... I just, I'm like, I just wanted to let you know, like, that's something that I'm thinking about doing. And I just wanted to touch bases with you. Like, do you want to meet him first? Like, is that something that you, like, we need to talk about? And he was under the impression that I was already bringing niggas around my baby. And I'm like, I don't know why you would think that. Like, this is literally the first person that I've been talking to. And so, um, if y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> I'm looking like I'm trying to hold my laugh. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. I ain't telling nobody what I just tell y'all in the last episode. (laughs) I ain't telling nobody shit, especially not somebody I'm not. I'm not with you. But in my so for me, there is a there's a level of respect that I will always have for her father being her father, especially when it comes to the dynamic of who I have around her. And I will I would hope that he still has he has that same level of respect for me. Don't be bringing just anybody around my baby because first of all, I don't. Who is she? (laughs) <laughs> what is her morals? What is she going to be teaching my child? They go back I would to, need to... They go back to trusting who you had a baby with. I ain't got time see. for all of that. And I don't want to... I first of all, I'm not... If I got to monitor all of that shit, I shouldn't have had no baby with you in the first place. It's not place. about me monitoring. What it is, is that allow me the opportunity to know who you're going to have around my child. See, I'm different. Like, my son father had another baby after my kid. And to be honest, I probably had met her all the, like... If I don't think I actually met her, I actually didn't meet her. Actually, how I found out about her is that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So that's how that was. My son had told me about her, like, oh, daddy has a girlfriend, you know, woo. Okay, whatever. Is she nice to you? Yes. Has she ever been mean to you? No. Did she touch you? No. Did she hit you? No. That's my only concern mm-hmm. at this point. Who she is to you, I could, couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my opinion. I started dating my current boyfriend, seriously dating him two years ago. Um, my son knew who he was because we worked together. He didn't know that we were dating or, you know, doing whatever. So because he didn't know those things, it made it a little easier to introduce my kid to him. Mm -hmm. 
But I still ain't call my son's father and be like, oh, well, I'm dating. But mind you, and this my daughter husband. at this time was one years old. Right. Was you leaving? Him, <laughs> was you leaving her with him or something? Like, was he picking her up from school? And so, no. And so, granted, he felt her dad felt the same way about you, and we had this conversation, and he was like, you know what? What you what you finna start doing is what you gonna be doing as long as my baby's safe, as long as you not leaving her around him. And he was like, um, I don't really feel the need to meet him right now. Only time I would feel the need to do that is if y'all planning on moving in with each other or some shit like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Granted, in the same respect, when you start, um, or if there's some point where you get into that point of seriousness with some other woman, I will, I would like for you to respect my facts. Like, don't leave my baby in the house with nobody. Like the same type of thing. I think and maybe it might be that, different because you have a little girl, and she's also and she's also a lot younger than my kid. My kid is very vocal. Mm-hmm. He always has been very vocal. He gonna tell me everything. He gonna tell on you in front of you, so you yeah. can understand like. My mom ain't no bitch. She got hands. <laughs> she will fuck you up over me. And that's just what it is. So because I am like that and my son know I got your back, I think I was a little bit more at ease about my son's father situation. Like, he got a new girlfriend. They live together and everything. I feel like I didn't meet her until they was getting ready to move in together. But I was impressed to meet her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my son had told me about her. He told me how much he loved her. He told me how nice she was to him. She told me the things that she did for him. Which she does not have to do for him. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, well, shit, if she's doing that and she don't even know who I am, then the hell, I, yeah. I don't have anything to say about it. My son's father eventually told me about her. But er, for those who don't know, me and my son's father have a very good friendship outside of being co-parents. Yeah, it's so we, dope. Yeah, so we kind of, <laughs> we talk about a lot of things and we confide, confide in each other in things where we need to discuss certain things or whatever. Which is kind of, it is kind of dope because... It makes co-parenting a lot easier when you have that friendship there. Amy, I don't have that shit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, we've been co-parenting you. for almost 10 years. So if we ain't got it right by now, goddamn it, we had a problem anyway. Uh, yeah. But he eventually told me about her and we eventually had that conversation. And he told me, like, you know, we planning on moving in together. This was going to be. And I was just like, look. I will never govern what you have going on at your house. That's what you got going on in your house. But the moment my kid tells me something ain't right over there, that's when I'll get involved. Because I just feel like I can't control that. I can't control what's going on at your house. What I did respect was when her family got involved with my kid. They called me. Mm-hmm. Hey, we want to make sure it's okay that my mom takes them to do whatever, whatever. Hey, we want to make sure it's okay that the kids go with my mom to do whatever. I respected that. Did they have to do that? Hell, motherfucking no. Nah. They didn't have to call me and ask me shit. But I respected it because I was like, well, at least they thought about it. Because I ain't asked to yeah. that. We going to Detroit. That's how your ass needs to know. <laughs> like, I think it definitely is different because I have a, um, <laughs> because we have a little baby. Our main concern is first and foremost above anything is her safety. Mm-hmm. So we just need to make sure that um whom whomever she's around that she's always gonna be in safe hands. Mm-hmm. So I just think in my head when it comes to just kind of knowing who she's around again, y'all. I watch a lot of TV, right? So one moment if something was to happen to Nadia and she was in her dad's care and he was dating whomever and something happens to her first of all who was she around when this happened who is this woman mm-hmm. what is like like i don't like i don't i don't know this woman I how guess do i i also have different views like i had an instance where my son was with someone on his dad's side of the family 
who he trusted. My son ended up breaking his arm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't a fault of anyone that was in the house. It was just my son being my... And everybody know my son. It was just my son being my son. Yeah. But he still broke his arm. And no one could tell me what happened. Exactly. I was, I was furious. But at the end of the day, I knew damn well they didn't do anything to hurt my kid. And it was just kind of like, you know what? Shit gonna happen regardless. Now, I can but, understand what you're, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like... I feel like... Six, I think the, the stat is like 67% or 76% or something like that of things that happen to kids happen from people within the actual family, not mm. the strangers that they are around. Yeah. So it's like we forget about that. Like No, we remember that. <coughs> when I say we, I mean I don't, we I, as a people, I'm, we as adults, we as we always be like, oh, no, I don't want to fight. I don't know who that is. But it's like, my, eh, that might not be the one that's hurting the baby. My baby is very sheltered. And this is something, or maybe sheltered is the wrong word. But my baby is very protected, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I have been very much blessed with. That um, she is only in the houses of me, my mother, his mother, and him. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was to those are really whenever she's outside of she's always within those four homes and so if she does go to anyone else's house she's within the presence of me and him mm-hmm. so she's necessarily always with somebody who is trust who, who can be trusted and who will protect mm-hmm. her so if my thing about me being a new mom especially of a little girl is that I always got eyes on my baby no matter where she goes. And you should. And with her father being protective as he is, he always got eyes on her as well to to the point where he doesn't even have her around certain type of people mm-hmm. or around a lot of people, period, just until she gets to an age where she can clearly communicate. Mm-hmm. That's something that we both agreed on, which made kind of some of the aspects of our co-parenting situation easy because we both agree like look when she be able to talk that's when we can start loosening up our reins right now but right now you know we just you feel me no i agree when cornell was that age my son was that age um my mom actually got laid off of work so for the first two years of his life he was with my mama wasn't no daycare wasn't none of that my son spoke he spoke very early. Mm-hmm. Like, he was one of them kids where you would look and you'd be like, how old is he? Because he was so tiny. Yeah. But he, full-blown sentences. So, at that point, I was like, oh, no, he can go to daycare. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing. And he would go to daycare. And I loved his daycare provider. No matter what time I showed up, I would do pop-up visits and everything. My baby was in great hands. But he would tell me every single thing that happened that day. We got in trouble. And Miss Young made us stand on the wall because we all got in trouble because we wasn't listening. And then this happened and then that happened. And mommy, I'm potty training. And Miss Young said, I got to wear big boy drawers and blah. Like, <laughs> so I was just sitting there like, he all a two. So I'm like, okay, well, hell, I know it ain't nothing crazy going on. So I definitely respect that aspect mm-hmm. of it. But I also know that I can't control what's going on in somebody else's house. And I hate, so let's talk about that real quick because I literally hate when people tell me, let's go back to my whole issue with the whole even having seen. When people be like, well, you can't control what's going on over there. No, I can't control it, but I can't express my concerns with it, right? Because now it's a concern when when I'm eating, when my baby over here and she's not eating fried foods, but she go over there and she eating fried foods. Now she coming back home and she constipated or she's throwing up. And this is that now I have a concern. Mm-hmm. Now I have the right to express my issues with what's going on. And I have the right now to ask these questions because now my baby health is a concern. I don't like when people say, and it's, it's, 
everybody keeps telling me that. Like, you can't control what's going over there. And I understand that, but I can express my concerns. I don't think And that. we can come to a common agreement on how we're going to work this moving forward. But what I'm not going to do is just let you do whatever over there and I don't agree with it. As I believe with him, if my baby come over there with a scratch or something on her face, that was what's going to, as I know her father would, what's going on with her face? Like, what happened? I just don't like, think that when you say you can't control what's going on in that house, that necessarily means that you can't express your concerns. I even I've told you that. I don't, I'm not the saying people, that. The way that people express it to me, they make it seem like I don't have a right to say anything, period. So no, and I don't agree with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I do feel like there's an, ex- you need to express what your concern is so that it's understood that I'm not just going off or popping off because I'm crazy. I'm going off and popping off because I told you what my concern is or whatever the case is. When I'm saying you can't control what's going on in the house, that means all he can say is, okay, he don't have to agree with what you're saying just you because. Because even if y'all was living in the same household, if that nigga don't want to eat healthy and he got your daughter, then that's what he going to feed her. It's not going to matter. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just because you all are in separate houses. That's what my thought process is. like. And I just know that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember getting into it with my son's father, aunt because... It was his week. We do weekends. I had my son during the week because of the type of school that he goes to. And it was always just easier for my work schedule for me to have him. Mm. His dad gets him on the weekends. I dropped my son off with him on that week, on this particular weekend. And his aunt was like, well, he's sick. And so I'm like, okay. <laughs> he with his daddy. He's sick. He should be with his mama. That old school dumbass way of thinking. And <laughs> I'm like, but if we was living together and I had to work on this weekend, who the hell he was going to be with? Mm-hmm. This just dumb. It was like a huge issue. It was like it was blown way out of proportion. And I just thought that was just dumb as fuck. Because like, he's still going to be with his daddy if we live together, if we didn't live together. So in my head, I understand what you're saying. Like, I don't want her eating these type of things. But you could express that same concern if y'all was living together. And knowing who your baby father is, he was going to feed her whatever the fuck he wanted to feed her. So it was just like, okay, well, whatever. So I don't know. I think co-parenting... Especially in our generation, is looked at as something that's obsolete. It's something that our generation can't do for some reason. And I, I disagree with it wholeheartedly just because I'm around a lot of people who I see co-parenting and they co-parent well. Um, I'm also around people when I be like, girl, why is you giving him a hard time about this damn baby? Yeah. And I feel like there's a... Um, because now social media is a lot more makes things more viewable or you can put your eyes on it more mm-hmm. um people only see the negative aspects of it so then when you see posts like oh this me my son's father his girlfriend and they like oh i wish we could do that like no one understands that like half of y'all got stepdaddies like what do you think happened some of y'all got stepdaddies and your real dad was in the picture mm-hmm. I was not one of those people. I just have my stepfather who I love dearly. And anytime y'all hear me talk about my dad, that's, I'm talking about him. My real father wasn't around. So I didn't even have to visualize a co-parenting situation. That's just what it was for me. But then I have people like my uncles who adopted kids who were not theirs. And co-parented with those, you know, those kids' fathers and still raised those kids like they was theirs. Disciplined them like they was theirs and did everything else. So I just look at it like... It happens, and I want people to stop putting a negative light on what co-parenting is. And definitely, people should understand <laughs> that there is no rules to co-parenting. Like, it's, it's not. just based off of the dynamic of the the relationship or the foundation, or not even the foundation, the the journey that you and your co-parent, the partner that you're parenting with, 
like what y'all agree on and what works for y'all mm-hmm. like you and your um son's father y'all have that dynamic where y'all could be friends and y'all could talk to about different stuff outside of Quanil. Mm-hmm. me and my baby daddy can't do that like mm-hmm. i don't even want to talk to him about certain type of like i just don't like let's not that mm-hmm. works for us though because it eliminates all that extra stuff and um and i will state that at one point we were like that as well we always co-parented well. Mm-hmm. When it came to my son, that's something... We, I mean, it was to the point that my son's father was not in school, but he was working, but I was in school and working. Mm-hmm. He would meet me on campus in between my classes to get my kid from me so that we, so that I can go to class and that he get that time. And we would sit in my um, mentor... Shout out to Dr. Kim. We would, <laughs> we would sit in my mentor's office and exchange the kid and, you know, do what we had to do. But... During that time, it was only about that. Mm-hmm. Come get your kid. That's it. That's, we don't need to talk. We don't need to do nothing. Yeah. We eventually grew into what is now a friendship and what is now a great co-parentship. And so sometimes when I be hearing people, I be like, I don't have them issues, y'all. I don't know. I don't have a yeah. comment or an opinion on it because I didn't have to experience it to that degree. I didn't have that many issues. I also was fairly young. I had to work myself way right through it. But I also had adult women in my life. Who got my ass together real quick. Mm. You can't raise no man. So you need to make sure that his daddy is there. You know you don't need to be putting him. And and granted some people going to be like. No that's not true. I don't know what y'all say. Y'all can't. You cannot raise a man. I'm going to tell you why you can't raise a man. Because you ain't never been a man. And at the end of the day, it's a lot of issues right now about So toxic. stop posting yourself as Happy Father's Day. Because you're not a father. Right. Now, you might be Several a, seats. You might be an amazing corner. mother. You might be a great, great mother. But you are not a father. And when it comes to these little boys, I feel like people forget that they need that father figure. Now, granted, mm-hmm. some, some of their daddies ain't shit. We ain't going to say that they all out here doing what they supposed to do. Some of y'all ain't shit. But then... You, uh, you have other father figures in your life that you should allow to be in your child's life as mm-hmm. well to help them. Because even little girls need their father figures. Yes. But you cannot teach your little boy how to be a man because, baby girl, you ain't a man. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, there's certain things that we don't think about as women that we need to teach our kids. Mm-hmm. We can teach our sons how to be loving. We can teach them how to treat a woman. We can teach them how to do other things. But there's certain things we're not even thinking of because we ain't a man. We, that's not sure. something we're doing. So, my mom was very on me about that. Like, if he want to be in that baby life, you make sure he's in that baby life. And you make it where, not necessarily easy for him. Like, you don't have to bow down when he say he wants the kid. That's yeah. what it is. But you have to be compromising when it comes to raising this kid. Because now y'all not together. And so, your see, son should still have that relationship with his daddy. Yeah, see, my, um, I didn't necessarily, that was something that I already knew. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't. I was never going to ever keep my daughter away from her um her father. Um, I was never going to. I'm not one of those those um. I I'm not one of those baby mamas that will use my child as a pawn. Mm-hmm. Like not to say that that's what you was doing or no. anything like that. Yeah. But, um. <coughs> I feel like I they didn't have to tell me that. Yeah. But it was reassuring to hear that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just real. It was just really reassuring to hear my mom. Asked my father multiple times, my real father multiple times, do you want to see the kids? Do you want to come and get the kids? He chose to make the decision not to be around us. He chose to miss out on those valuable moments. 
And shout out to my stepfather for stepping up because he didn't have to do that. My stepfather didn't have any kids when he was with my mom. Yeah. So he didn't have to raise us. He didn't have to do anything, but he was there. He took me to get my driver's license. He saw me off the prom. He saw me on my first homecoming. He has those memories of who I am as a person. And so in my head, for me and my son's father, it was a cycle we had to break. He didn't grow up with his father, and I didn't grow up with mine. And one of the things we always said, even when we found out I was pregnant, when we found out I was pregnant, we was already going through stuff any dog yeah, way. So it's just what it was. But when we found out I was pregnant, the first thing that we said is that we don't have to be together to raise this baby, and we're both going to be around to raise this baby. And we, and thus far, 10 years later, we're still, we still have that same mindset. We ain't got to be together to raise this baby. I think we're doing a damn good job raising my son. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, really, are. Yeah, me and, um... Me and my daughter's dad had that same type of mindset, like, um, just the absence of fatherhood. Um, unfortunately, I had my father for a very long time in my life. He he passed away when I was 14, 15, um, 15. So we just both knew. And then I just knew that to be his character mm-hmm. when I was with him because not, he is not his first child. Mm-hmm. He is a very good father. And I think I was very blessed in that aspect for my first parenting situation to be with a man who wants to be in his child life, mm-hmm. who wants to have that impact on her and stuff like that. And who like literally makes a decision to be present in her life every single day. Yeah. And so, um, fortunately I didn't have to go through that type of thing. Like asking him, do you want to see her and mm-hmm. stuff like that? The only thing that I had to the only um conflict we had was deciding like how we was going to split the weeks because at this time I had been laid off from my job mm-hmm. and so it's like man I need to try to make some type of money right. so trying to figure out well how many days are you going to keep her a week is this going to be consistent every week because he's in media also so his schedule is so All fluctuating so that was the only conflict we had was me trying to assert the fact you need to be more serious and giving me my time in it. but at that time it was about me and it wasn't about not mm-hmm. whenever anything was about the baby oh he was Johnny on the spot mm-hmm. but when it came about me it was just like well we ain't together I ain't got to take you serious no more I, I was like the co-parent <laughs> aspect of that and understanding that majority of the time you I feel like your situation I have another friend whose situation is very similar as far as the weeks is split mm-hmm. like you know her her child's father gets the baby I think like Monday through Wednesday or something mm-hmm. they alternate weekends whatever the case is we have always been like a, I'm the Monday through Friday parent and he's the weekend parent but I say that to say that when it comes to telling fathers that you need time for you, they do not give a fuck. I see that. And I don't know what that's and that about. And me off. Girl, I remember arguing with my son's father. And I'm sure he gonna listen to this and she gonna be funny. But I remember arguing with him because, like, he was able to go out on dates and he was able to do this shit. And here I am, stuck in a house. Girl! I can't date. Let me tell I can't do nothing. <laughs> what the fuck? This nigga got a baby on the way. I can't even get a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, I had a whole moment of of self-doubt after that as well because it was like, well, well, damn, am I ever going to have a moment where I get to be who I am again? Am I going to be able to be Cubana again? Bro, I told him, you (coughs) out here living your best life. You get to go out here and do this, this, that, and the third, and I'm in here with the baby every single day. Like, every night, I don't get to go out. I don't get to do nothing like that. My mama can't watch the baby. I'm not going nowhere, but you get to move how you want to move and when you want to move it. No, bro, that ain't fair. And I had a whole thing like, my my mental health matters and you don't give a fuck girl and you know my you know you know him cubana so you already know that shit didn't mean nothing and so he was just he like was look okay he was like look, all right so what we gonna do is drop her off on monday pick her up on thursday and then that's it and i was like all right cool bet 
so sometimes he's like, "What you want me to do?" Um, but after after a while, we finally got to a good space where it was yeah. different. My mom actually had moved to Houston, so I lost a lot of my support when mm-hmm. she left. Now, shout out to my homegirls and his and my son's godmother, because if I would call them at any point and be like, "I need a sitter," you know, we'll, girl, drop that baby off. It was to the point that my friends' siblings would be like. You can drop him off. He can come over here. We love watching him. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for sending me a different type of village. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have that. And you get lost. Yeah. No matter how great your co-parenting relationship is, no matter how great your son father is, as a mother in general, married, single, dating, whatever, you get lost in that child and you get lost in being a mother, which is very difficult yeah. for people to understand because people don't get that. Like... You used to do all of these things. Yeah, bitch, but now I got a two-year-old who run around exactly. my damn house eating Cheerios. And I don't know where she got Cheerios from because we ain't had Cheerios in three months. <laughs> I don't know where she got the Cheerios from. So it's like things like that. And like people don't understand. And for some reason, I feel like a lot of men, I won't say all of y'all, but a lot of men don't get that. I really wish we could have had a meal on today. Yeah. But a lot of men don't understand that sometimes. Not all the time. Some men, like I can tell you right now, if I was to have a baby with my... um my current boyfriend right now and for any reason we were to like not be together or not marry when we had this baby i can tell y'all right now i'm gonna have to fight to get my baby because he's gonna keep that damn baby i'm gonna be like if you don't give me my kid like <laughs> i just know what type of person and what type of father he's going to be mm-hmm. and he doesn't have any children so it makes our situation slightly different he doesn't have any children um but i just can tell i'm gonna be like Listen, y'all, I got to go over yeah. here and try to get my damn kid because he won't give a to me. Like, with the baby for three weeks. <laughs> get my baby. I want to my baby. I feel like I would have that type of situation on my hand, whereas other people would be like, girl, like, like I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> when do you come to me every day? So, do you want to see today and today and today? Get my and baby. I'm just, yeah, I'm very thankful that I didn't have to be in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very blessed in that aspect because my co parenting situation was mostly emotional mm-hmm. based conflict it was never about um him being a father to nadia um so i got lucky in that situation i actually saw a post today it's so funny i saw a post today on facebook and it was just like somebody somebody screenshots of their messages and the mom reached out not saying not bashing fathers because i know a lot of great fathers but like pretty much in the technical she was like i need help like I don't have any food. The baby's running out of formula. This, 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 and the other. And this old bastard-ass nigga was just like, what you want me to do about it? Nigga, these your kids. You can't bring formula. Like, even if you don't bring food to the house, like, you can't bring the stuff that she's saying the baby needs, formula, diapers, and that type of shit. So, those type of things bother me. Yeah. Because it, those are the things that make co-parenting an issue. And then, a lot of the times, I see where the father is lacking as far as being a father, but then blames the mother for being crazy or having an issue or you know whatever the case is and i just feel like that ain't it like stop stop putting them on stop making it seem like the mother is also using a pump using the kid as a pump because mm-hmm. that's not always the case either yeah. it's the case sometimes but not all the time some of these niggas just deadbeats and that's just what it is mm-hmm. like that ain't my baby and what damn like bro that baby got like your whole fucking face yeah. like like, my son didn't even come out looking like me or his daddy. My baby came out looking just like my son's um, father's sister. Good and look. I was looking at her like, so he just gonna have your whole face? Girl, my baby look like her daddy spit her out. Like, really does. Like, he just, 
<laughs> and it, I mean, that's kind of how it happened, right? Like, so my first baby, and it's a girl, and she come out looking like you. But I keep hearing that she's growing up to look a lot like me. And um, that's I'm true. trying to see where, because I still see her daddy. She looks like her siblings and her daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, However, my kid, at one point, looked just like his daddy. And the older he gets, the more he looks like me. I mean, we walk down the street, and people are like, oh, you couldn't deny that boy if you want to shoot <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But if you say so, I don't know. I just think that as you get older, as you get further into the co-parenting, it does get easier. Yeah, I can say that we are getting to a place where we can have small talk and it not be something serious. Mm -hmm. Like it not turn and blow up into something. Like he would just randomly test me and just check up on me. And I'd be like, okay, I'm good. I'm learning to just like not be but why you talking to me and you know I still act like that and so, me and my son are cool and I'd be like I bought my son a phone so you could call him why you calling my phone he'd be like damn I could he'd be like okay I'll call his phone like yeah. he'd be like you in a mood yes and I don't want you calling my phone he'd be like okay shorty you tripping but it's cool and that's when he would like notice but I would keep it short with him and that's when he know that I'd be going through something and he would want me to talk to him and I'd be just no you yeah, still nah. not talking to me now um so we get into the point where we can have small talk like I'm accepting of him reaching out and saying, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I will just be like, yeah, I'm good. And that's it. But we still not at the point where we can have conversations. I'm just like, nah, we doing good. Just not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Just keep it like that. That works for us in our dynamic. Like, so. Yeah, majority of the time when my son, father, and I talk, like nine times out of 10 is about my son. Mm-hmm. The conversation just might lead to something else, but the beginning of that conversation is about something that that we need to figure out for my kid. Yeah. You know, this is what happened at school today. What's the punishment? Is this going to be the punishment through the weekend? What's going on? What are we doing? Um, there have been times where my son was literally cutting up in school and his dad at the time lived in Aurora. He drove from Aurora to the city, took all my son toys and had my son put him in a fucking garbage bag, made my son think he threw them joints out. Okay, and left. Went back to Aurora. That's the only reason he came to the city so my son could see. No, we're a united front, bro. Don't think just because I'm not in Aurora that I won't come up in here and discipline you. You got me all kinds of messed up. That's that's low key dope, girl. You know? I was scared for him. I'm like, you know, your daddy drove <laughs> all the way from Aurora, so I don't know if you're gonna die tonight. You might. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm here to save you, and that's about it. But at that point, I'm like, well, he eventually got it together. And my son also knew, he always knew he could never pin us against each other. Because mm-hmm. it's like, my daddy said, oh, Diddy, let me call him. Wait, no. Oh, okay, change the story. Get the story together. That's something that I don't agree with co-parenting situations when the parents be parent bashing in front of the child. Ooh, we don't do that. And I just, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with women using child children as the pawn like mm-hmm. trying to use the child as reason to rekindle relationships or to yes, get yeah, yes, stuff yeah. extort money up out of them like you talk about something you want these <coughs> money for these shoes but the baby still ain't got no new shoes mm-hmm. like i don't i don't like time, stuff like that i'm at the point like it was at one point myself i was like why do you send me pictures of the receipts like i believe that you said you was getting my kid now i want you to understand the money that you gave me went towards your son it didn't go towards anything for me or whatever the case is he never asked me to do those things but it was just like in the back of my head i never wanted him to mm-hmm. feel as if i did i don't ask him for money i ask him for the actual product i'd be like okay i just bought nadia a coat but she needs some boots and what she do she come home with about two three pair of boots yeah um i do nadia that too but my son like, father be like how much is it he not going yeah. to, how much do you need <laughs> 
I need this much. I saw the shoes that I want. Woo woo. I'm never... finna send you this much. Okay, cool. Like that's just how I I never asked him for money. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear here. I've never asked him for money delivery unless it's something like I need to pay the daycare, you know, with your money. Like whatever the case yeah. is, but Maybe back. The last time he sent me like money, money was because we had to. Well, I took my baby to go get some glasses. She has to wear glasses now, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I had to come up with the upfront cost. And when I was communicating with him, because of course I talked to him about anything that's going on mm-hmm. with her, he was. I let him know like I had to pay for her glasses today. He was like, okay, how much that cost? Blah blah blah. I right, I hit you with this money so we could go. I could pay you back half on this day, mm-hmm. and then he just sent me the money. Didn't ask for him. It just came up in casual conversation that I had to buy her some glasses and he like well how much did it cost mm-hmm. i'm gonna hit you with this so we can play half he also um sent me some money one time because he noticed that the medicine that i put in her baby bag was running low and he didn't put the medicine that he had at his house in the bag so he was like all right i'm gonna send you this money so you can get her this mm-hmm. and i was just like it's never me asking him for anything yeah. i allow him especially when it comes to people finances mm-hmm. like i allow him to give what he feels like he he should but whenever i ask him for anything for my baby i ask him for the actual product um yeah i just say what i need mm-hmm. and i just know my son father he not going to get it he he go to money you go get it because i know because <laughs> he know i'm gonna go get it um like my son is playing sports and he's the the he's playing basketball the fee to play basketball was so goddamn high i called his daddy like look he can't play he was like no he can play oh okay well shit daddy said you can play so mm-hmm. that's just what it is um you know my son hit a growth spurt I was like, I don't know why his clothes don't fit. I swear they fit last week. <laughs> Not sure what's going on. And his daddy was like, okay, I'm finna send you the money for this. And then shout out to his auntie because his auntie be like, he come home from the weekend. I'm like, where did you get that jacket? Like, oh, TT. TT Granny got this for me. I'm like, oh, okay, well. See, but that's a level of trust that comes with that for him to just mm-hmm. be so open and willing because he know you're going to do yeah, what you need to do with the yeah. money. Some of these women out here, I wouldn't even send you a dollar. Because yeah. nah, you need some toilet tissue, I bring you the toilet tissue. <laughs> like I'm not I just I just could not because it's people out here that will take like will ask you for stuff and then do something completely different. different. But I would know, say if I ever needed if I ever needed something and somebody gave me some money mm-hmm. and I didn't and I didn't no longer need it for that need that I had, I would be like, I don't need it. Do you want me to give it back? Or a lot yeah. of people just be like, no, don't give it back. Do what you got to do with it. Yeah. Or you ain't got to worry about paying me back about it. I have a way, I'm a, I have a thing about accepting money from people. So I would never ask somebody to give me money and not do what I was supposed or I said so I was, was going to do, do with it. Yeah. And there's a lot of women out here that's doing that. And mm-hmm. I think that shit is just fucked up. I think that also like to talk, to touch on the, um, the bashing, the parent, like, We've never, we've never had that issue, right? Actually, let me go back. My son's father has never bashed me in front of my son. And I've never bashed my son's father in front of him. That's just, that was just one of the things that we always said it was never going to happen. When that, um, song had came out, like, boy, you ugly. You your daddy's son. So when I would talk to his dad on the phone, I'm like, what's up, ugly? My son would be in the background. Don't call my daddy ugly. I look just like my daddy. Like, don't call my daddy ugly. So it'd be like stuff like that. But there has been instances where people in his family has said something about me and then it's gotten back to me. Not because I'm one of those parents that be like, what happened that you did have? Did this happen? Did that happen? My son, like I said, he's very vocal. He gonna mm-hmm. tell me stuff. I don't have to ask my son nothing. He gonna tell on you. So this person said, woo, woo, woo. So now I got to make a phone call because y'all forgot I'm crazy. So I'm gonna remind you like, what's up? Why did you say this? Well, that's not what I said. 
hmm, boom, come here. Mm-hmm. What, what what did you hear? Because now the issue is that my son was in earshot distance of whatever you said, and he yeah. shouldn't have been able to hear what you said. And I'm very big on not having adult conversations in front of kids. So there are certain conversations where even me and my boyfriend have, I'd be like, all right, you need to leave the room. It's time for you to go because this is an adult conversation. Or if he can't leave the room and the conversation needs to be had, if my son say anything, shut your mouth because grown folks talking, nobody asked you nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really big on that. And I hate when I hear people do that. I've checked a couple friends on that. Like, you, what you're not going to do is talk bad about that baby father in front of her or in front of him. We ain't doing that. Like, mm-hmm. if you ain't got nothing nice to say, well, if this conversation needs to be had later on, we can have it later on, but you ain't going to do it in front of her. Like, yeah. we ain't going. So, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I'd rather really fight you. It's... It just shows a direct reflection of who you are as, as a, a parent, person, yeah. yeah, and as a person. Like that's, I think people need to be conscious of stuff like that because, and I also agree. Like when you constantly bashing your baby daddy or your baby mama, like you pretty much a reflection. You talking about a reflection because you had a baby by this person. Yeah, you dated this person long enough to have a baby with them. So I'm not gonna lie. I had my moments of where I was just like I had my shit to say about mm-hmm. him, but I was coming from a place of hurt. Right now, all I gotta say is he's a great father. <laughs> like we didn't work out as a couple, but he's a good father. Mm-hmm. My close friends, like, are some of the ones that still hear me say, "And this motherfucker here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to outside people, <coughs> all you need to know is that he's a great father. Yeah, and that's it. I just feel like people be waiting on you to. I don't do all that mail. I don't bash mm-hmm. him on social media or nothing like that. I ain't got nothing to say about him on social media. Stop. Yeah, people need, y'all need to stop bashing them people on social media and then get mad when we ask. What. I low-key probably talk about him on Twitter, but I don't write his name. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all that she be on Twitter cutting up. I told y'all she be on Twitter cutting up. I be like, here she go. I actually don't even respond to her tweets sometimes. I just text her like, what is going on? So what the on? fuck is you talking about? What, is, what does this mean? I don't like, understand. Bitch, look. <laughs> Let me get my cup first. Hold on. But so what, what we want you to do is if you haven't yet, um, if you haven't had the chance to, we want you to download the Anchor app um, because you can send us voice messages about future topics. If you want to talk about this topic, we can listen to what you have to say. We can get to know you more. Remember, we said we want to get to know you. Um, Go to our social media pages. Facebook is two girls, one mic. IG is a 2GM podcast. Um, I'm on all social media as Cubana Kiss, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'll be on Twitter acting a fool too, so I ain't gonna even speak Exactly. Like that. Why you just trying to come for me? Pause. Pause. <laughs> and I'm on social media. Um, I'm on Instagram as AO Sweets. And I am on Twitter as Ayo Sweets. That's with three O's. And um, quick so- shout out because um, our intro music and the music that you guys heard on the first episode and what you're going to hear on all of our e- episodes was um, made specifically for us by a DJ and his name is Stuart. So shout out to him real DJ Stoop Stoop. Um, he definitely came through. I know he was tired of us y'all because we was like, no, not that. Uh, we don't like that. No. Can you add this in? I need more drums. Can you <laughs> give me some more drums? <laughs> But he took exactly what we wanted. Um, even though we was having a hard time articulating what we wanted, he pretty much took what we gave him and he came up with the dope intro music that we have now. So shout out to him. And yeah. Tune in next week.
Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Mike Sean. Yeah, this is um, this is dope. This is informative. I definitely want to hear like from the fellas, uh, from the fathers that are secondary parents, and definitely, definitely from the fathers that are um, primary, um, have primary custody, like myself. Uh, I want to hear a little bit in the in the comment section, like about uh, how people are dealing with postpartum, uh, the mothers and the fathers. As well as like how people getting back into dating and remaining themselves and all that type of thing. I but I appreciate this.